Hello, I am Dr. Vinanti Pol. I am a diabetes specialist and obesity consultant. I'm practicing in Vashi, Navi Mumbai, Ghatkopar, Mulun and Thani. So today my topic will be gestational diabetes, also known as pregnancy diabetes. So gestational diabetes mellitus, also we call it GDM in a short form. So this my talk is all about today. So here we are dealing with pregnancy, childbirth and diabetes. Pregnancy and childbearing is such a beautiful feeling, such a beautiful thing that God has blessed a female with. We should try our best to make it more comfortable, more enjoyable, more interesting and more healthy. In brief, I would uh, like to tell you uh, the types of diabetes. I would just like to give you a brief. Uh, in all, there are majorly three types of diabetes. First is type 1. Here, insulin is not secreted at all by the pancreas and hence uh, the sugar levels uh, keep on rising without any control. And this condition is detected at a very early age. And since there is no insulin secretion since birth, so the patient has to depend on insulin injections throughout his life. Second one is type 2 diabetes. In type 2, there is insulin secretion, but it is in an inactive form. So there is no less action of insulin. So here uh, the patient can start with some oral medications or uh, in worst cases, he can shift to insulin. And the third one, which we are going to talk about today is gestational diabetes, pregnancy diabetes, GDM, whatever you can call it. This usually occurs in pregnancy and subsides after a week after the delivery. Now here also it can be categorized into two parts. First is GDM, that is gestational diabetes. And second one is pre-gestational diabetes. Now gestational diabetes is where uh, the patient is diagnosed with diabetes during the pregnancy. And in pre-GDM, the patient is already a diabetic and then she conceives. So such patient can be type 1 or type 2 and then she conceives. So that is pre-GDM. Patients with the uh, GDM or pre-GDM face unique challenges as diabetes in pregnancy can have serious health consequences for mother and the baby during pregnancy and childbirth. But proper management can help prevent these complications. A patient with pre-GDM who is already diabetic, she has to plan her pregnancy because we want minimum complications or no complications due throughout the pregnancy. So she has to plan her pregnancy prior, taking care of the lying medical conditions, getting her sugar levels under control, and then she can plan her pregnancy accordingly. Every year, almost 2 to 10% pregnancies are affected by GDM, that is gestational diabetes mellitus. If a female is already pregnant, as I said, she has to plan her pregnancy likewise. A normal non-diabetic pregnant female should check her sugar status in each trimester of pregnancy. Now, pregnancy is divided into three stages. First trimester, second trimester and the third trimester. First trimester is first three months. Second trimester is four to six months. And the third trimester is seven to nine months. So she has to check her sugar status in each trimester of pregnancy. If she turns out to be negative during uh, the first trimester, she uh, again, she has to check during the second trimester because you never know when sugars can emerge up. So in any phase, if she is detected with high sugars, 
she has to undergo proper management for a healthy and a safe pregnancy and childbirth here as soon as the sugars are detected the target range of the blood sugars are a bit different from those of other diabetic individuals fasting should be around between 80 to 90 mg post lunch somewhere between 100 to 120 so we have to aim for a bit tight control rather than other diabetic individuals here we can't be liberal because high sugars can affect the health of the mother as well as the baby how we'll see further so here as i said we have to aim for a bit tight control but simultaneously taking care of it there should be no low sugar episodes as well because when we aim for a tight control when we have a target range there are high chances that the patient may go into low sugar episodes which is also called as hypoglycemic episodes so simultaneously we have to avoid that as well so my dear friends the journey of motherhood doesn't commence from childbirth it initiates as soon as the baby arrives in the womb itself and this journey is not as easy as people think so in gestational diabetes the treatment starts as soon as diabetes is diagnosed the treatment includes various therapies such as uh, first of all patient education and counseling not only patient but the counseling uh, with the spouse and the family members as well because this is the time when you need your family support the most proper nutrition and diet medications regular monitoring of sugar levels to keep a check fetal monitoring that is monitoring of the baby inside the womb through sonography appropriate physical activity so diabetes can create a chaos in the patient's mind so when a patient is detected with diabetes not only gdm any any diabetic individual because i have seen many times patient comes in the clinic and when he is detected with diabetes the very first thing is he is in a denial mode the very first thing he will ask to himself as well as to the doctor ye mere sath hi kyun hua ye majha barobaras ka i don't have a family history my lifestyle is good i don't eat junk i am not overweight then why with me there are other several reasons for insulin resistance which uh, i think we may uh, talk about because it is a very a long chapter we need one more session to cover the reasons for insulin resistance so that uh, maybe we can discuss in the next session but here when the patient is diagnosed with diabetes of course she is in a, a confused state a denial mode there is a lot of chaos in her mind so we have to do proper counseling first it is not just that okay you are diagnosed with diabetes so this is this and this is your diet this and this is your medicines no we have to sit with her we have to uh, do a proper counseling not only with the patient but also with her spouse her family members as well educate her properly regarding diabetes she may need guidance of a dietitian as well to manage her sugars in such a way that there should be no highs or lows of sugars and should also receive proper nutrition at the same time so you and your dietitian should create a meal plan to fit your needs which fits your schedule food preferences medical conditions medicines and physical activity routine you need to make changes in your meal plan by adding some extra calories proteins and other nutrients 
uh, we have to make this journey more interesting as much as we can so that is why it is not just that a dietitian gives her diet plan and that the patient has to follow and she may think how boring this is and unwillingly she has to follow that diet just because the dietitian has said no she should enjoy the diet that is why both of them have to Uh, plan it together according to her food preferences according to her timings her schedule so that her routine life is not much disturbed and this meal plan will change every trimester because as the pregnancy advances the needs the nutritional demands of the baby will increase so we should uh, change this meal plan every trimester so for that she'll have to make a regular follow up to the with a dietitian you can include plenty of water veggies leafy vegetables fruits whole grains legumes in your diet avoid saturated fats avoid junk foods avoid fast and processed foods salty foods and of course alcohol you can have 6 to 7 small meals daily and preferably at the same time please do not keep a schedule of your diet and if uh, as far as possible please stick to that schedule now coming on to the medication part which is really a bit worrisome for the patient the patient here will have to depend on insulin injections throughout her pregnancy this is a sad part um but because the oral medications may have some adverse effects on the baby she may have to take insulin injections almost 2 to 6 times per day depending on the glycemic variations as advised by the physician now it depends like how she keeps her sugars under control starting from two times in a day before breakfast before uh, dinner it depends on how we have to look for a graph like how her sugars there are um, there should not be any spikes or troughs no glucose variations throughout the day uh, as far as possible we have to keep it steady so but if there are due to some hormonal changes due to some rise in such some hormones uh, called as cortisol which increase the glycemic status of the patient um, we, she may need a uh, extra dose of short acting insulin as well so, so that is when we shift the patient to a basal bolus regime where the patient has to take 3 to 4 shots of short acting insulin throughout the day and a long acting insulin at night to keep her uh, glucose steady 24/7 and regular follow ups with your physician and gynecologist are a must at this time she needs utmost support of her family as due to hormonal changes there will be terrible mood swings morning sickness that is episodes of nauseatible pricks throughout the day that may drive her into depression so we have to keep her motivated throughout her pregnancy and childbirth enjoy this journey there should be a regular monitoring of sugar levels through glucometer fasting and 2 hours post every meal that is 2 hours post breakfast 2 hours post lunch and 2 hours post dinner to watch for the fluctuations in the sugars as i said we need to uh, check the graph and the patient should maintain a diary and should write down the sugar levels if the sugar levels are high at a certain point just watch out what she had eaten at that time due to which the sugars were high all this may seem uh, a bit troublesome for a new mother but that is what all a mother motherhood is all about and 
I think that is why uh, she receives the highest position among all the relationships because after such a painstaking journey, uh, she is just waiting to see a smile of her baby. So going further, the fetal organs usually develop by 18 to 20 weeks. High sugars can impact the pregnancy adversely. And at this stage, and it can increase the chances that the baby may develop abnormalities in the vital organs, such as heart, brain, spine, and so on. There are also higher possibilities of miscarriages that the baby may be born prematurely or weigh too much at the time of delivery, which is a condition called macrosomia, or you can say large baby, where the baby is around more than uh, 3.5 to 4 kg, even more than, can weigh more than 4 kg as well, or may face low sugar episodes right after birth. So periodical fetal monitoring through ultrasound is advisable to just um, have a check that the growth of the baby, is it matching with the gestational age? Appropriate physical activity should be included in your daily regime unless it is contraindicated. So you can say mild to moderate intensity physical activity such as regular walking can help to reduce sugars. Alcohol and smoking or tobacco in any form are a big no-no. Please don't go for alcohol or any kind of tobacco consumption. In the last trimester of your pregnancy, you can plan your delivery either through full-term normal delivery or through a planned cesarean section. The choice is yours. But for patients with diabetic complications, previous history of miscarriages, fetal macrosomia, that is large baby, just as I said just now, a planned cesarean section is always advisable. Because usually uh, the patient is in her first pregnancy, if she's a primary gravida, as we say, it is her first pregnancy, then the labor will continue. Her labor pain will continue for at least 18 to 20 hours. In such conditions, if the labor is prolonged, there are high chances that the baby and the mother both may go into low sugar episodes. The fetal activity may be sluggish or may stop in between. So to avoid such complications, it is better we plan a cesarean section one week prior to the estimated delivery date. But we have to make sure that uh, the growth of the baby is normal and it is not a, a intrauterine retarded growth. So usually after a week after delivery, the sugars are back to normal in gestational diabetes and hence slowly, slowly they can taper off and stop insulin eventually. In pre-GDM who are already, that is, what I said earlier, who are already a diabetic and then they conceive. In pre-gestational diabetes, those who were already on oral medications initially can return back to their previous regime, which they were taking prior pregnancy with the advice of their physician. And in type 1, they can go back to their previous regime. Only the dose of the insulin they were taking uh, will be altered again with the advice of the physician. Now, in short, I have explained what is gestational diabetes all about. Um, there is a frequently asked question 
to me many a time uh, many females they ask uh, frequently ask a question that what are the chances that once the sugars are normal after delivery i may land up in diabetes again over a period of time so this is a commonest question which is asked and for this my answer is it all depends on you because 50% is in our hands but the rest 50% is in your hands so we will do our 50% but if you do your 50% you can prolong you can avoid diabetes as much as you want to so even after child bearing even after delivery i know the uh, your responsibilities will increase and um, your schedules will be a bit uh, will go for a toss and uh, you may not find time for yourself but still i would say please do not let go of yourself please stick to a healthy lifestyle modification proper physical activity that is regular after delivery you can go for regular brisk walking if it is a normal delivery you can resume exercises just after a couple of weeks a week or a max to max a couple of weeks later and if it is a cesarean section you can resume exercise after 3 to 4 months you can go for physical activity you can go for 30 to 40 minutes of brisk walk avoid going for a high intensity uh, um, exercise but yes you can do some belly exercises so that your belly fat should not increase because uh, as the belly fat increases that is directly proportional to the insulin resistance even if your overall weight you don't gain that much weight but if your belly fat is more then there are high chances that you may develop type 2 diabetes later but that happens when uh, this is continued for a very long time so uh, as much as uh, my request is as much as possible please try to keep your uh, belly part in shape avoid junk foods stick to a proper healthy diet 7 hours peaceful sleep is mandatory i know this is uh, difficult in today's life but at least give it a try keep your bmi in normal range your basal metabolic index should be in normal range you have to keep a check on it and most importantly just de-stress yourself and declutter the unwanted thoughts from your mind have an overall positive and optimistic perception so my dear friends this is what i had to say regarding uh, gestational diabetes pre and post how you can take care of yourself so finally and if apart from this if you have any doubts you can always give a call or you can always keep in touch with your physician to clear your doubts so finally i i wish a happy and a healthy pregnancy and childbirth to all those who are on the way to their journey thank you god bless you and please take good care of yourself thank you